Welcome back to the Perks Recap Podcast. We are back at it once again. We are getting ready for the World Series. And if we're talking baseball, that means we're going to be talking to the unicorn. Jordan G is going to join me. And uh, we're going to have a quick conversation about the World Series, give a little predictions. And uh, yeah, let's get right to it. And we're back with a baseball podcast. It's been a little bit. We're with Jordan G, the unicorn. And Jordan, what did you think of those LCSs? I honestly think they were fantastic. We had two great uh, series. Both of them went to game seven, which uh, I wasn't expecting at all. And I would say kind of a bit of a shocker, in uh, my opinion. Uh, both kind of uh, upsets, and in my mind. Uh, with the Rangers being the defending champions, and then Arizona uh, with the Phillies. I would totally, totally agree. Going in, I was assuming we were going to get a rematch from last year, and it went the exact opposite way. But I was even saying, wouldn't it be funny if it ended up being Texas and Arizona, and that's ended up what we got? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exciting, which... Uh, I don't, I don't even know if this happened. I, I, I have to check. But the, also, it's shocking because these two teams last year lost over 100 games. Yeah, yeah. And look Absolutely. where they are now. Yep. I, I totally agree. And the thing that surprised me the most was, uh, was more than uh, Texas was Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In each round, I would say they went in as the underdog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I did not think that they had the pitching that would would be able to hold up. Who do you think really came through for them pitching-wise uh, to get them to this point? I think it's actually a couple of guys. Uh, I think Zach Gallen, you definitely have to circle him on your – um, on your scoreboards, he's been phenomenal. He, he yeah, loves- I mean he he's a stud, he's a stud pitcher. I mean that's not a surprise really with him. Yeah, and you know then, he's really good. But then I have I have to look at at the back of the uh, the back of the bullpen, the guy they got from Seattle, uh, Sweeland. He no Seawald Seawald Seawald. Yep, sorry. Uh, he's been phenomenal. He's been six. Light- he's got six postseason saves. Yeah, and he's been he's done really really well, which is even crazy to think about. You know, coming from Seattle, you know, people just like, okay, this is an okay move. You know, he's not, but look what he's been doing for them. He's been phenomenal at for this uh, this ball club, and I wouldn't be surprised if it continues. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean. He was pretty good with Seattle too. Yeah. He, he, sorry about that. I'm in my car for listeners. I'm in my car and I had a beep right there at somebody who was being a jerk who cut me off. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I would totally agree with Seawald. He was really good for Seattle though. He had a good all around year. His whole year as a total was really, really good. So I'm not all that surprised that he was as good as he was. Um, 
But what about other starters for Arizona that came through for them? Uh, I think of one. Um, I can't think of his name on the top of my head. Uh, was it P- Pavid? Pavid is his name, I believe. No, Fod. Fod. He, he's actually. Yeah. It's called it's, the Sorry. P is the P is uh silent. It's like it's Fod, which is it's like P H or P F A D T or something like that. It's something weird like that. But, or two um, A's, whatever. You know, he he actually really hasn't been that bad either. I mean, the ERA, I'll say it's kind of mediocre. It's like 270. But but, but with 16 innings pitch, he also striked out 22 guys. And you got to think the teams he faced, Philly, uh, the Dodgers, they're not really easy teams to strike out. And combine those two and 22 strikeouts – I mean, that's another guy that I think has been done really well. Especially, I believe he pitched Game Seven. Um, and he's a young, and he's a young kid. He's young. He's like twenty-five years old. Yeah, and so he's done. Uh, he's done really great for them as as well, and just coming in in the big moments when they need him the most. Uh, another one of my favorite players who I know has really came through for them, Kettle Marte. Yes. He got every big hit. Every time he came up in a big situation, he came through with a big hit. Yes, absolutely. And I think they even said this is, in my mind, I think this is his first ever playoff game or playoffs he's ever been. And he hit safely in all 16 of those games. <laughs> his like, postseason batting average is around is like four like four sixty or something. It's in. Yeah. I, I think they said. I don't know if they said that's a record or he's getting. Yeah, the thing, yeah, I was looking at their 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 uh, some of their postseason stats. They really aren't lighting up the scoreboard with a lot of guys. Obviously, Marte is doing really well, and Carroll's doing okay. Okay, sorry about that edit there, listeners. We're back at it. I am in the car, and uh, there's a couple of dead spots, it seems, along the way that I have to end up editing out. But regardless, I was in the middle of talking to Jordan about Arizona and the fact that not too many of their hitters, in my opinion, were hitting all have hit all that well in the postseason, other than uh, Marte and Carroll is doing pretty well. But Longoria is like – he. They might consider having to uh, bench him because he's been really bad. But a lot of guys have been around the 200 average. Uh, they really aren't lighting it up with the bats that much. They're just doing they're doing just enough. Right. And, you know, it, it's kind of a, amazing to actually see that, though. Like you said, the batting average might not be good, but they're still they still get the hits when needed. Like, yeah, they're getting the they're getting the big hits. You're right. They're, yeah. they're not getting a lot of hits, but they are getting the big hits. Yeah, and um, I think it's just really good. You know, this team is so young; it really is good. Uh, you mentioned Evelyn Goria, who, who, if you believe it or not, he's kind of in the same position he was now. He's on a very young team. They actually have a chance to win the World Series. I mean, he he fell short last time. But this is his first World Series since 2008, where they that's lost ins- the Philadelphia Phillies. That's insane. Yeah. So, I'm glad to see him back. Don't get me wrong. I am glad to see him back. But he is not having a good postseason. 
And I don't think he's the lock to play every game, like DH every game. I think they're gonna they're gonna plug him in and out. I don't think he's gonna be there every game. Yeah, I, I think the same way. But you know, you got so many uh, young stars, and we mentioned Carroll and Marte, who are doing phenomenal, and it's it's just really good. And you know, you even get credit to the manager, Tori Lavello. He's too, he's done phenomenal. Like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, probably the underdog on most every single series they've ever played in. And look what he's doing now. Potentially, what, four wins away from the first World Series since 2001? Yep, yep. All right, well, let's switch it over to the other side here. Uh, also an upset only because Houston is the perennial favorite. Anytime they come in, they've, they've gotten there so many times. But I think we both p- predicted Texas to win the, win the AL, didn't we? Yes, we did. Right. So we both thought Texas was going to get there, and they did. Um, I got to say, the, there's certain things. Obviously, Adolis Garcia, but Aroldis Chapman coming in and, and, lock, and shutting the Astros down the way he did. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, I know these are former Yankees, but these are the guys that I know the best. And the fact that Montgomery has become so much of a better pitcher since he's left the Yankees, it's kind of mind-boggling. He is he is really good. He's a borderline ace. Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, I guess you could actually say, for all of those who know, he's a playoff, he's a playoff pitcher, guys. He's actually yes. a playoff pitcher. And you know who's not? Max Scherzer. He's better than Scherzer at this point. I have more faith in him than Scherzer going on the mound for Texas. I hate to say it, but I think Scherzer might be done. I think he might be done anyway. Like, this might be his last year. But I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I like I said, I don't think he's their best pitcher. And I don't think it's even close. I think he's like. You know, he might be able to give them a few innings here and there, but I don't see him ever doing like a seven-inning, one-run game in this World Series at all. No, no. I, I think he might be done. Uh, I think they're really highly writing, um, like you said, Montgomery. Let's also not forget Nathan Ovaldi. Yeah, uh, those two guys are way – are they're the one-two, and I would say Scherzer's the three. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and let's also not forget either. They're doing this without the guy who was supposed to be the ace. I know. <laughs> they're doing this without the Grom. I know. Well, the you thing know. is, the thing is, I think, like we said, maybe Scherzer might be done. He might retire. And if he does, then the Grom just takes his place next year. Which, which that, that's even crazy to think about. <laughs> Next year, if you have a healthy DeGrom, they re-sign Montgomery, a baldy DeGrom Montgomery. Yeah, and if Scherzer does come back, even if he's not what he once was, he might be able to give you something as a number four starter. Yeah, and then let's also not forget, because people forget him, John Gray as well. Yeah, and he's not. He's yeah. been phenomenal. He's not chopped liver. He's, he's, he's pretty good. So their pitching really came through. Um, I... You know, I had the, some uh, reservations about their bullpen, but I can't believe what Chapman's doing. He threw 104 miles an hour. 
just crazy. And then, of course, their bats. I mean, their their bats are are, are uh, absolutely like to use your word, phenomenal. Seager's doing everything. Adolis Garcia is doing everything. And I got to say too, uh, like we've been saying about Arizona being the underdog, I would say they are a big underdog in this series. Uh, yeah, because how can you not bet against the the Rangers? The Rangers have everything. Uh, you mentioned Chapman. I wanted to mention one guy, Jose Leclerc. He's been doing really well. Yeah, I, look, I, yeah. I said from day one, if Bruce Bucci is, if, you know, Bruce Bucci, the Hall of Fame guy. They went back to the guy who was their closer last year, and he's actually done really well. Yeah, I mean, he's been a, like an up and down pitcher in his career, and he's just kind of been okay. But he, you, you kind of throw that out because these guys are all in the postseason for the first time or the first time in a while, and the postseason's different. And he's the kind of guy it seems like that reacts really well to the postseason and plays really well in the post postseason, and that's all that really matters. Yeah, and yeah, they're doing. Yeah, he's doing really well. Uh, he's pitching phenomenal. He got the last outs in the game seven. I like uh, Leclerc. I like. Uh, I was always a fan of him. I know he is up and down year, but he's proved providing he could be that big game pitcher when needed, and that's exactly what he's doing. Totally, totally agree with you there. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Who's gonna win this? I'm going to say Texas and seven. All right. I don't have as much faith in Arizona as you. I think the, the, uh, the slipper, the, 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 the slipper, the, 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 um, how do I want to put this? The Diamondbacks turn back into pumpkins. I think reality comes back to, uh, to check them. I don't think they're a team of destiny. I mean, if they're a team of destiny, they might win it, but I don't think they are. I think this is going to be, a bloodbath in, a, in certain ways. I think Texas sweeps them. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go with a sweep. All right. Interesting. <laughs> so we're on the extremes. We both have Texas, but you got them in seven. I got them in four. It'll probably end up going five or six, though. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great to have you back on, man. It's been a little bit. After the World Series, we'll have a wrap-up. Um, for sure. We'll talk about the awards that get given out and who won and everything. And then we'll be back in the off season when the, uh, free agents start moving around and the trades start happening. All right. That sounds good. All right, man. It was great to have you back on. That is the, the unicorn Jordan G and I'll be right back with a quick close. Thanks again, Jordan. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. There you have it. Any listener who's still with us, just want to apologize to you guys. Uh, the, the quality is not what I want it to be in terms of the fact that I have to do a lot of these in my car. There's the outside noise. I am going to get a microphone specifically for this that I can, maybe it'll sound a little better. Um, and also the fact that while I'm driving, for those of you who do not know, I do have a real job and I actually have a new real job and I'm driving to it and from it and doing a lot of these podcasts in the car and it seems to be for the first time that I'm driving through 
dead zones. It's just a fact of life. It's a fact of what's going on here. I drive through these dead zones and it cuts off completely. It just shuts everything down on my phone and we get disconnected with whoever I'm on the line with for the podcast. And I have to edit it out. The information is still all there for you guys, obviously. That's what it's about. That's the most important thing. And that's what we still pride ourselves on and giving good information and good analysis. It's just the fact that, you know, I'm going to have to, if I, I got to figure something out or we're just going to have to do better with these edits. Um, I don't like it. I don't like having to do it. And there was an edit in this one because once again, we just completely disconnected and I had to uh, redo it. So I do the best I can with it. Hopefully you guys can understand that. But hopefully you're still enjoying the content, the information, and the analysis. I want to thank Jordan once again. We will be, we'll be back. And until next time, I will see you later. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Perks Recap Podcast. Since the beginning of this podcast, I've been teasing and saying that I wanted to get somebody on and do some music uh, conversations with them for this podcast, uh, generally in reference to my Perks Recap YouTube channel, which does a lot, which is uh, all music reactions. I thought I'd be able to get some people on, and uh, it finally happened. Today is the day. I want to thank Stephen Burrows. He got in touch with me. He's a subscriber to the channel, and he's a big Moody Blues fan. And he got in touch with me and said, let's talk some Moody Blues. So here we are. It took a little bit of time for us to get our ducks in a row and get a little prepared for it and uh, get our schedules situated. But it happened. We're all set. So let's talk to Stephen Burrows about some Moody Blues.